Welcome to this season, I don't know, of Free to a Good Home. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me, as always, is a man who has graciously invited us into his home and provided me... For the me very last time. It, it provided me with a lemonade, a delicious Schweppes lemonade that I can now endorse as a no longer ABC employee. Uh, yes, but Mark Sutton and I are, so... so I, for every nice thing I say about Schweppes lemonade, you've got to say something awful. No, we've got to say something positive about Sprite. <laughs> okay. Uh, as yes, per the charter. Well, you've just uh, name-checked him, so let's introduce our guest... You would know him as a previous guest on the show. You would know him as uh, a member, a member, a of the the checkout. I don't know how to describe it. A contributor, a, a sure. host, an I actor. don't know why this is so complicated. Yeah, I think you're overthinking. He's this. on the checkout, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's Australia's. I will say premier Bob Dylan scholar. Uh, yeah, yep. Mark Sutton. Take Hello. that, Craig McGregor. Mark Sutton here, everyone. <laughs> how are you? Welcome. How does it feel to be at a podcast, recording a podcast that will? In some ways, make people happy, but also, if I know our listeners, will make them extremely cross. Mm. Um, because whenever we come back, it reminds them of how long we've been away. <laughs> right, and that old joke about how every time you come back, it's now we're definitely going to do them again and again and again yeah. and again. And we do like four and then quit. Because <laughs> the last one I did was definitely a big comeback spectacular. <laughs> And then there wasn't one for six months. <laughs> I'm noticing a pattern here. <laughs> yeah, I killed this podcast several times. <laughs> well, there are, I mean, we should very, very quickly discuss the things we've been doing while we've been away. Sure. I think the last one of these we did was probably with Brockle Snitch, I think. Beck yep. Shaw. Yep. That was maybe in the mid-year, probably. Yep, yep, yep. The, the, the depths of winter. Since then, uh, I've got a, got a new job. I quit the video game job. Got a new video game job. I've been in Brazil for a while. It's very exciting. You were in Rio. I was, I was I, for a little bit. I was mostly in Sao Paulo, where they told me I was not allowed to leave the hotel unless I left there with an armed guard. And that was just you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's know. a very safe place. It's, it's very safe. They're just like, Michael, look, this is for their protection. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Um, and Ben, uh, you've wrapped up the television show. Yeah, that's all done. Mark and I are done on um, the checkout. And, yep. Unemployed uh, at the moment. Yep. Which, Hello. As you can tell, it is 2.30 in the afternoon and I am sinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also hurt my neck and back. You did. That's something I did. Uh-huh. And uh, I think listeners would... Uh, this, is a, this is a pretty funny story. I yep. went. I, I was in Canberra for Floriard doing some stand-up gigs. What? Decided to go what? Get a- no, hang on. <laughs> hang on. The flower okay. dogs, they love a chuckle. Okay, so for international listeners, we have a flower festival in Canberra, in our nation's capital, um, called Floriard. Mm-hmm. Which, as far as I know, is people just going and looking at flowers, right? There is no cause for stand-up comedy there. No, but if there's one thing I know about Michael Hing, it's that he yep. will do comedy when no one has asked him to do comedy. <laughs> so did um, you have to do flower gear or what? Uh, I did a little bit of flower gear. but it was, <laughs> did you really? Did you have flower gear already? No, you have the figures of flower no, I gear. just wrote some jokes about... I, I, not specifically about flowers, but more about the idea of a flower festival. You know. Oh, so you mocked the yeah. people Absolutely, who'd come to the festival. Absolutely, 100%. You bunch of flower dorks. Well, well interestingly... Yep. Uh... I heard from a person I was talking to, like a, like a lo- Canberra local, that Floriard, which is this, it's hundreds of thousands of people who visit it. You know, it's millions of dollars going to this thing. Re- really? Yeah, it's huge. You used to live in Canberra very briefly when you were, when you were a child. I did. And I never went to Floriard. Well, there you go. That's that fact checked. Well, Sunk. Because of that, it, just because of the amount of people who are there, it is the busiest. It is one of two really, really busy times for Canberra brothels. Oh. It is Floriard. And the other one's called Summer Nats or Summer Nights, which is a big car racing thing. What um, do you think is more likely? <laughs> what? Summer Nats. Like G-N-A-T-S. <laughs> yeah, right after the Flower Festival, there's the Bug Festival. I'm looking this up. I'm pretty sure it's called Summer Nats. The flowers bring in a lot of bugs. Yeah, yeah. It's called Bloody Summer Nats, you, you idiots. So how, how, how are we spelling that? S-U-M-M. Yeah, no, the question no, is it's Summer. <laughs> It's an N-A-T-S. I, I, maybe it's short it's for... Summer Nationals, maybe? Short for Summer Nationals is an annual car festival held in Canberra. Anyway, the point is both of these things were, uh, were, were you know, big-time brothel uh, a brothel business. So I was, I was in Canberra to do these gigs, went to the massage shop to get a massage on my back because uh, my back and neck were hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, unrelated to the brothel thing. And then I was sitting there on the table and the lady was like, oh, how'd you hurt your neck? And I was like... Just, I don't know why I do this. Like, I'm so honest with like you, Ben, when I talk to you or we mark like friends. Nothing but lies. But, but when I, but when I talk to a stranger who I'll never see again, I have the, I feel such shame. Oh, it's the hairdresser phenomenon. I I've, no I've never told one true thing to a hairdresser. I have no idea why this is. Not why once. Is it? Yeah, and so she said, "How did you hurt your back?" And what I'd done was I'd played the new FIFA game for sure. twelve hours straight the day before. That's that's and that's how I hurt my neck because I just sat there playing video games for twelve hours, my shoulders up, mm-hmm. and then I just said to her, "Oh, I was oh playing." 
basketball, just straight up lied. <laughs> I mean, you could have even said I was playing soccer yeah. because, like, that's that that is deceptive, but yeah. it's not absolutely a lie. And so this woman is like, like doing that thing they do at the start of the massage, where they just kind of feel out your back and your shoulders just to see where it's fucked. No, that's not a thing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's, she's, not a thing. she's like, she's like, sort of pressing around to find where the tension is. And she yeah. goes, "Oh, Why you just tell me where the tension is." Because <laughs> I told her, and she was like trying to find specifics. And she's like, "Oh." This neck is usually from too much computer. And I was like, ah! Oh. Oh, she has your number, Michael Hing. I was sprung. D- was, was she actually saying this twig snappable neck is, is, is not the neck of a sportsman? I think that's what she was saying. Right. She wasn't talking about the pain. No, no. She, she was, was like, this is the neck of a frame. loser. You have loser neck. <laughs> this is what we call Dak neck. Yeah, we get a lot of this <laughs> around the time of Floriad. Yeah, a lot of people with loser neck coming in. <laughs> did you hurt your neck when one of the jocks pulled your underwear up over your forehead <laughs> yeah. to pull your neck back. It's Do you a remember lot of that guy in the, in the States a little while ago that died because of an, an atomic wedgie? <laughs> that's not funny. No, but it that's is. Not funny. Like, that's the problem. Yeah, did like, you read this yeah. in the 40 in time? No, it's happened. And then like... I'm, I just wonder, like, how... I guess you just say, like, at his funeral that it was, like, an assault? Like, is uh, that... Oh, yeah. you Yeah. I, I find <laughs> it you can't... very unlikely that, that, <laughs> that the priest or whoever, the religious leader or whoever, the father, the mother, whoever, it was like, he died how he lived. He viciously owned by a bully. <laughs> like, yeah, that is... Oh, boy. Oh, um, well... Speaking of specific injuries, though, I remember once... I'm talking about computer neck. Uh-huh. I once got a thing that some people call priest's knee... And other people call blowjob knee because <laughs> oh, it's a it's a it's a knee problem that comes from kneeling too much, right? Uh, and now, so, which was it in your case? <laughs> well, because priests are praying, and no, no, in your like, case. Oh, no. right, sorry, Wait, sorry, Mark. We know that you're not a priest. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Well, it was a mystery because I'm not. I don't do a lot of either. Were you being <laughs> were you being knighted repeatedly by a monarch? I, I think it was because I had a shitty boombox. And I used to get down on my knees to change my CDs a lot. Oh my god! And I injured my knee doing that. Well, why couldn't you have just lifted the boombox up off the uh, uh, boombox? Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> boombox are, are famously portable. That's that's sort of the thing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. And we have because we've been away for so long, we've had a lot oh, of listeners. Sorry, submissions. No, sorry. Oh no, sorry. I brought snacks. What? Ah, I forgot. Snack oh. report. This is in addition to the delicious lemonade I'm drinking. Yeah. Mark has brought snacks. What do you what got for us? I brought cranberry apple delight. Oh my Ooh. god. Now, okay, to paint a picture for our listeners, you know you know apricot delight, those little cubes of apricot. You know afternoon delight. Uh, the, the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is neither of those things, but it is cubes of, of uh, cranberry and apple. Now it's a it, Ooh. Oh, I good have folly. To, I have to be honest, I thought that the delight format was purely apricot based. I didn't know that you could. Well, I like a snack that backs itself. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. And, and it all, so it's in a straw. It's like a strawberry punnet container, a berry punnet container, and it's you filled can, with surely these. Surely you can eat these, can't you? Oh, I'll, I'll give I it don't a think delight is necessarily a mark of quality, though. Look at Turkish delight. No, but uh, okay, delight's so, no good. But what does? Okay, well, okay, well, I, I, will, have to, I will have to pull you up on that. I mean, Turkish... frankly, I'm with Ben on this yeah. one. You're a fucking idiot. Tur- I think if if the de- na- the word delight wasn't in the name, you wouldn't <laughs> it like would just it. Just be much. Turkish. If it was called, sense. If it was called a rosewater goo cube. Yeah, you well, need it. that's many true. A goo cube, like by any other name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I guess I'm saying like, does the delight in Cranberry apple delight and apricot delight, and as you brought up, Turkish delight actually refer to just a rectangular prism shape for a food because that's the only the only thing I can see between all three of those things. Right. So you think there might be a Latin root to the word delight, delight. that we're not aware of <laughs> that means rectangular goo cube. It's a synonym. Yeah. Oh, I gotta say, um, thank you very much for bringing those in. <laughs> I will no longer eat any of them. Great. <laughs> right, I'm tasting some coconut. Yep. Um, some raspberry No, mm-hmm. cranberry mm-hmm. Some. If I had to rank the delights And I'm talking apricot delight, Turkish delight Yeah, how would you do that? Because I, I think our stats are going to be very different No, I'd, 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 having now eaten this, it's at the bottom Oh, great yes, This is are. below Turkish for you Yeah, and I'm no fan After of Turkish just, well, Famously not 
And I, I, I can't mean, wait to edit that together to make it sound worse than it is. <laughs> <laughs> just, just hope you say, hope you say the word people during the. <laughs> so this is a podcast where we go through the week's classified to find the best and worst things to talk about. And because we've been away for so long, sorry about that. Uh, we have so many listener submissions to get through, and I thought I would start us off with this one from Charlotte Scrivener. Thank you, Charlotte Scrivener. Thank you, Charlotte. Now this is from uh, Brighton in the UK. We should do a shout out because the Times in the UK apparently wrote us up. Oh yeah. And recommended us, and we got a bunch of new listeners, but haven't made an episode since. That. Anyway, um, you idiot. <laughs> we really seize that momentum. <laughs> the paper of record. <laughs> um, so, this is from Brighton in the UK, and uh, it's just from a, a paper. It's not from a, 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 a gum tree or, a, or, or whatever. Oh, it's from the paper. An actual paper. Okay. And it's entitled Dead Badger. <laughs> Free to collector. Uh-huh. <laughs> Free Dead Badger. Mm hmm. Frozen for taxidermy purposes. Is that... Mm. Or art purposes. <laughs> oh, hang on. Is this person criticising the noble art form of taxidermy? Exactly. Yeah, oh, look, it's certainly not art to me. Yeah. I, 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 look, I don't know what art is, but I know what I like, and it's not taxidermy. <laughs> the badger is roadkill, and mm-hmm. skin is in perfect condition. Frozen! That's all in caps. Uh, Brighton. And then the phone number. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. So, I, I, I'm just saying, does anyone want a free a dead badger? Here's the interesting thing to me. Mm-hmm. If you are a collector of something like a dead badgers, uh-huh. I reckon within a week of starting that hobby, you have reached the ceiling of that hobby. <laughs> <laughs> like especially in the UK, these things are not hard to come by, alive or dead. I don't imagine like I think I imagine this guy being like, Well, I'm starting up a hobby of dead badgers. He finds one, he stuffs one, and his wife's like, That's it, that's done, great. Like, no more. You're yeah. not responding to any more ads. <laughs> How likely is it that a roadkill badger's skin would actually be intact? That's what I thought. Like, a badger's are soft, and cars, famously hard. What? If, well, the badger could have been driving the car. Uh, <laughs> yeah, could be a Cush- wind-in-the-willow situation. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Toad's out there. He's a menace on the streets. Yeah, yeah that's are true. There, uh, not to digress too far away from this, but mm-hmm. uh, are there any humans in the wind-in-the-willow-verse? Wind the willow-verse? Oh, great question. I so like you're asking, is it like Babar, where there's a few humans yes. who are enslaved by the elephant people? <laughs> or, <laughs> or alternatively, like the Christopher Robin-verse, like the Winnie the Pooh-verse, where there's a human and it's probably some sort of imagination uh, you know, yeah. campaign. Or like or, the Lion King, where there's like just animals. Yes. Or the Seinfeld-verse, which is humans, as far as I know. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Mark, you of the three of us I think is probably the biggest fan yeah, of Wind do, in the Willows do with that what you will <laughs> <laughs> I, I, sorry I know this because Mark and I have been friends for over a decade now I'd yeah, say it's a long time it's too long uh, <laughs> uh, look I, I'm not, not going to pretend I'm a completist I haven't read all the Wind in the Willows uh, uh, to your mutual, eternal shame <laughs> mutual friend of all of us and the podcast David Cunningham mm. the comedian oh would... look look if Cunningham was here we'd be asking Cunningham <laughs> <laughs> Don't pretend it didn't occur to us. <laughs> this is getting <laughs> thrown to you because of a lack of cunning. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that they live on an island. <laughs> is that island England? And that island is England. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's the end of my explanation. Yeah, no, I think, I think it is... It's an animal verse. I think it's an animal verse because yeah. otherwise... Well, otherwise you'd see them, right? Yeah. But there's another question. Who's making Mr. Toad's car if not man? What do you mean? It could, there could be if a factory If Mr. Toad toads. can drive a car, then other Toads can make a car. That's just not logical. <laughs> now, I can drive a car, <laughs> I cannot make can, a car. The three of us can drive a car. Just take not a, very well. A quick sample size of the beings in this room. The three of us can, the cat who's here can't. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, in our world, in our world, I've never seen a Toad drive a car. Well, That's just a I, thing I haven't I, come Once across. again, you are poorer for it. <laughs> okay. this is You've never <laughs> been to Far North Queensland. <laughs> This is, this is completely anecdotal evidence, sure. I've never seen a toad drive a car. And therefore, if I see a toad drive a car in the Wind and Willows verse, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. assuming that toads are smarter on this island. And that oh, therefore... I, only just. Have you heard of Mr. Toad's crazy scheme? Okay, Toad himself isn't that smart. But Badger and Molly are pretty smart. <laughs> they're they're clearly. They're <laughs> make a car. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, that is about all I wanted to do, get to with that. Um, all right. Ben, do you have one? Yeah, I've got a misconnections from our beautiful, sunny... Uh, city of Sydney. Shout out to all the Sydney siders. Uh, is this from Leppington in Sydney? I have no idea where Leppington is. I've seen it on train timetables. Well, where is it? No idea. Okay. <laughs> Mark. Cut, that'll be cut wait, out, I mean. No, no, I, no, I want to follow this rabbit hole. Mark, are you looking at the train map 
to see where the roots are and you've seen it or are you just reading train timetables? Yeah, because actually also the only way that you wouldn't know where Leppington was in relation to something else was if you were reading a time a train timetable that was in alphabetical order. No. <laughs> okay. So I was at Museum Station not that long uh-huh, ago. Uh-huh. I don't have much call to go to Museum Station. Sure. Oh, you know what? Neither do I and I love it when I'm Yeah, there. it's good. Tunnels yeah. and everything. Uh, it's old timey. And there was those old-fashioned wooden boards of the places where all the trains are going to. Before oh, the they flicky were, boards. Yeah, the flicky boards. Yeah. And I remember saying to my wife, I don't know where Leppington is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she, she didn't have much to respond to that. Oh, as Beckshaw would say, that was a thrilling tale from Married Life. Um, okay, so this We've is... been together for 10 years. <laughs> This is, what, what was her reaction? Was there like, was uh, nothing. It was okay. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okie doke. Okie doke. So, this is from Leppington. Okay. From Sydney's. And this is this is the Missed Connection. So, Mark, are you familiar with what the Missed Connection section is on... This is perverts who are shouting out to women in jumpers on trains. <laughs> sure. not, not entirely, but mostly. Sure. Mostly, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. This is titled, The Sexy Blonde... At the funeral yesterday, oh. Forest Lawn. Oh. Man for one. <laughs> Age 47. You were at Arthur's funeral at 1.30 Easter Day. <laughs> <laughs> the 6th of October. So this, this ad is three or four days old. Mm. You had sexy tight black jeans and a black and white spotted top. I don't know if that's appropriate funeral attire. I don't know if that is either. Wear what you want. You, you could, Polka dots at a funeral. But it's celebration of the person's life. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I could be on they're on a who said, Please don't wear mourning gear because I don't Polka want to be. Polka dots at a funeral. Yeah. Who died? Mr. Fucking Squiggle. Uh, I was going to say uh, the creator of the video game Othello. You know the one with the little board games. And you yeah, the... that was very famously originally not a video game. That's one of the oldest board games in the world, I believe. <laughs> anyway, okay, so yeah, jeans and funeral. Okay, that's fine. Each their own. And I must say, you were the absolute sexiest woman I have seen for a long time. <laughs> I know this is a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the very definition. <laughs> Back yourself, Leppington. <laughs> but if you happen to see this, I would love to buy you a drink slash coffee. <laughs> coffee is a kind of drink. Now, if you're listening to that offer and you're thinking, well, you know, I have no idea who this man is, but I could go a drink slash coffee. Mm-hmm. I want you to consider uh, the next clause that starts with so. A drink slash coffee so that I could gaze upon your sexiness oh. one more time. Oh, so he's putting a limit on it too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why does it happen? Yeah. Just need to see you for the coffee. It's, at least he's not asking for more. No, I look no. forward to hearing from you. Uh, and that's, that's the whole ad. Now, weddings have a reputation as being a place where people hook up, people are feeling so, like they so want to... do funerals. Do they? No, no, because it's like everybody's dying, we need to... We need like, to fuck while the going's good. Yeah, but like I think that is very much a, a, a an in-the-moment thing. No. Like, I, th- I don't think you can call someone up and be like, remember how you had like that weird existential dread that in an odd way turned into a kind of horniness about a week hence? This sounds like it's a feeling you've had before. No, an a, existential it's dread that turned into horniness at a funeral. That you are describing it. Now, no, this is almost, this, I'm, this is a cliche, surely. Now, the reason it's a cliche, Ben, though, isn't the reason you're thinking about, which I am uh, almost disturbed by. But the reason it's a cliche is because this is a famous psychopath test. What? This is oh, a, this is yeah, like a this is famous, the, the psychopath test. This is like test. the psychopath test. So it's like, it, 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 it's like you go to the funeral and, and, and you see someone and, and you know. It's John Ronson and you have <laughs> sex with John Ronson. And then he shames you publicly <laughs> yeah. for it. Um, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a famous psychopath test. Now, I don't know exactly, so I am undermining my own argument here. Uh-huh. No, I know it, I know it. Okay, yeah, Marco. Okay, so it's a story and I'm going to give it to you now. Mm-hmm. A... Uh, a, a woman meets a man at a funeral mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they 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 get on and then, um, you know, they, they sort of flirt a bit, but then they go their separate ways. Yep. And then a week later, one of the two, uh, doesn't matter which one, kills their family. Okay. Why didn't I turn the turtle over? No. <laughs> and no. then so the question is, why do you think they did that? What? That's no, the question. No, hang on. No, no, no. Hang on. What? 
I may have overstated my no, no, no. knowing of the psychopath. That's not a psychopath. That's a, that, that's a Sherlock Holmes puzzle. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, sorry. One of them is a ghost dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, so, so, so Mark's basically got it correct. So, so what it is is uh, at the funeral, she meets oh, a... Oh, fuck. Are we going to do the trolley problem again? <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, uh, uh, while at the funeral of her own mother, she meets a guy who she did not know. She thought the guy was amazing. So much to her dream, she believed him to, uh, that, that, she, that she fell in love with him there and then and there. So there is no way you can pass this off that you're not reading this. So I am. No, well, I'm yeah, no, it, no, no. But where are you reading it from? Oh, I'm reading. I'm reading it from Snopes. Okay. Psychopath.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From Mr. Psychopath. Um, a few days later, the girl kills her own sister. Right. So what is her motivation in killing her own sister? Okay. Yeah. Which is, so that's so, the question. Yeah. So that's the question. So so, okay. Hang on, before I answer, listeners, I want you to take a moment wherever you are. And I want you to think of your answer, and then we'll reveal. Okay, so I think that it is, is the answer not just do, it doesn't matter because how would you know? So that's the answer. That that is presumably the answer that, an, that supposedly that a non psychopath. Fucking you've nailed just, it. You've proven yourself to be not a psychopath. Okay. Well, not proven. Yeah. I mean, but this has not proven you to be a psychopath. Um, now, if you answer this correctly, you think like a psychopath is what it says. Uh, the blah 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 blah. Many arrested serial killers took part in this test and all answered it correctly. Correctly. And the answer was, this is the quote unquote correct answer for a psychopath. She was hoping that the guy would appear at the next funeral. Oh. So a psychopath would see it as a well. It's worth killing my sister in order to see the guy again. Oh. That's logical mm. way, way to go ahead. So that, in in many ways, this guy putting this out on Craigslist is. Yeah, just the far lesser of two evils. Well, yeah, just kill again. <laughs> yeah, just kill again, mate. What are you doing? He should have ended with, or I'll kill again. <laughs> uh, Mark, do you have one for us? Yeah, I quite like this one. It's from Craigslist and it was sent in by a listener, Jonathan Crane. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. All right, now the headline is Pray for Old Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Pray for Old Morty. I'm in Newport Mall. <laughs> I mean, I'm in a mall. He's in a mall, and he's he's asking you to pray hey, for him. Is this from America or Australia? This is from America. This Newport? is from New York. Where's Newport in New York? Connecticut, uh, I think. Newport, Connecticut, Rhode Island. Rhode Island, sorry, yeah, it's in Rhode Island. Okay, because the Newport Folk Festival is so, where Dylan went electric. That's right. I'm thinking so, of New Haven, Connecticut. So hang on, Morty's a long way from home. If this is posted, if this is posted <laughs> in New York about Rhode Island, which is you know a couple of hours drive, as I understand okay. it. Right. Uh, <laughs> They're chasing me like Frankenstein monster with torches. <laughs> Strong opening. Always get their attention. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Sorry. I'm leaving a train of shit like a snail. <laughs> now, I don't know. <laughs> if, snails off her no, so I don't know if he means he's leaving a trail of shit, which. In the same way the snail would leave goo, yeah. or if he means shit to mean the goo. It's as an in, ambiguous simile there. Yeah. yeah. So it's possible that he... <laughs> Whatever he, it is, it's, it's very evocative. <laughs> uh, my, my pants have fallen to my ankles with the weight. <laughs> what? What, Morty? I, I, I'm assuming it was actual shit. <laughs> no, but no, no, hang on. He can't be doing... You can't have it both ways, Morty. You can't, be, you can't be having so much shit in your pants <laughs> your that pants. they're falling down and le- be leaving a trail of goo. Also, snail's a weird metaphor to use when they're chasing you. Because you do not want to be anything like a snail. Absolutely not. Oh. Oh. Finally, one more. <laughs> of my soiled bottom. <laughs> Hang on, is this a haiku? <laughs> it's sort of like it, but... Hold on. So that full sentence is... I'm leaving a train of shit like a snail. My pants have fallen to my ankles with the weight of my soiled bottom. So it's the bottom itself that is. <laughs> oh, no, but that's, that's just the bottom is detachable from the rest of, from from his waist and hips. No, because he could be saying from as in it is being emitted oh, from my, as a result of. Yeah. Posted oh. eight days ago. Uh-huh. Updated four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Four days in, guys. I need to let everyone know I'm yeah. shit so yeah. bad. Originally, I was just being chased like Frankenstein's monster with torches, <laughs> and I was asking people to pray for me in a mall. But the shit started on day four. You, you try to be chased for four days. He's like a marathon runner who who shits themselves. So let's start with the who, what, when. when. Let's do let's do the <laughs> journalism school. Okay, so, well, obviously, who? It's old Morty. No, but yeah. Who, yeah, sorry, but who is the they that is doing the chasing? Suggesting some sort of mall security guard, some sort of Paul Blart mall cop. <laughs> For eight days? For eight days. <laughs> Look, they're doing shift work. <laughs> um, well, 
Well, it depends. It really depends on the order of things because <laughs> because if he started literally shitting himself like a snail where he was leaving behind a trail of goo and then they started chasing him, I can see scenarios where that makes sense. I can. So you can see why more security said, let's get this guy <laughs> out of this mall yeah. before he... Who is leaving his own filth in his wake like some sort of horrifying speedboat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who has seemingly... Like, d- undepletable resources. <laughs> uh, but, but, easy enough to chase him because you know exactly where he's been. Exactly. It's a bit That's... like Hansel and Gretel uh, <laughs> yeah. dropping the, yeah. the, the bread crumbs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ugh. So, there's that. Yeah. That's... Or, mm-hmm. for a, a, another unrelated reason that we don't know, mm. they've started chasing him. So, he's stolen something. He's been naked in the fountain. He w- he's... He's, he's an abomination to man. Yes. Made by a mad scientist in a castle. He's a Nazi war criminal. Whatever it is. And then the, the, the strain of being chased by four days has meant that after those four days, he has shat himself for eight days. Yes. Oh, so four more four days. extra days. Making a total of... Well, we don't know. He could still be going. There's no re- resolution here. Although, given that he was kind enough to update it once, we assume that if he was uh, ever freed or caught, we'd know about it. All right, question one. Yeah. Morty has been running for four days. <laughs> He's been shitting himself for an extra four days. Hang on, let me get this down. Yep, yep. For, for how many days <laughs> has Morty been chased like Frankenstein? Yeah, it's... um. Look. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just read the, the title again. Pray, Pray for, for old Morty. <laughs> He's actually because he's not even asking for help. He said, no, "I'm he's, too far gone." He's beyond help. <laughs> he's posting this in New York. He doesn't need people to come help him. He's in Rhode Island. He's like, "Look, there's a lot of people in New York." Do you think he could run from Rhode Island to New York in eight days? Ooh, that's exactly the distance that that first marathon that Fidipides did <laughs> from a marathon to the city of Athens was. So yeah, shitting himself the whole way. That's yeah. what they don't tell you about that story. I'm looking it up. <laughs> it's giving me the option to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be to walk, and that's not run, that's walk. It would be da, 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 55 hours easily. Oh, so he, he could do that well within it. his eight days of pooing. Yeah, absolutely. That, that route does include a ferry, though, so that feels like somewhat cheating, <laughs> Morty. Yeah, and I don't think he'd be allowed on the ferry with his <laughs> pooing problem. Not in your state, mate. <laughs> Um, Hing, do you have one for us? I do have another one. This one has been sent in by listener Melinda Alice. Thank Thank you, Melinda. Melinda. And this is from Gumtree. And it's entitled Turntable Tone Arm Wires Vintage JG1. None of those words are words. (laughs) And the the cost is $25. Now, uh, Ben, I'm just going to show you that picture. And listener, to describe I'll get Ben to describe it. (laughs) Mark, can you see that as well? (laughs) Uh, okay, <laughs> that is a horrifying bundle of wires. Yeah, it is a bird's nest. A Imagine the worst nest. way your Apple iPhone headphones have ever been, and times that by about a hundred. And there's at, yes. like, at least like I can see like nine colors there of different colored wire. It's like if you've ever been walking down the street and you've seen like a um a telecom person, a telecom person, <laughs> a Telstra person. Yeah, like a phone company person. Yeah, like open one of those booths and look at all the wires. It's like that, but a nightmare. Mm. Is there a word for that, by the way? Like the equivalent of deja vu, where you suddenly say something that would have been appropriate to say 20 years ago. Yeah, like you it... suddenly jump to be like, I'm just going to go down to Brashes. Brashes? Where did <laughs> that come from? See what Grace Brothers. Yeah. There you go. There's some, there's some New South Wales jokes for our largely international audience. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everyone listening to us in Sweden. Uh, so this has been this uh, bundle of wires has been posted by Russ, who's been a gummy since 2011, and he's on Gumtree today. Welcome, and it's a, it's a seller's description. Welcome to our time tunnel of audio equipment. Well, let's not make it cute. Like <laughs> To see my other advertisements easily, just search JG1 on the Sydney area, for example, if you're looking for blah, 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 blah. From my days of restoring or repairing turntables, this tonearm wire is a mixed bunch of wires from various turntables. It's just one big bunch, mostly individual wires twisted together, or very small diameter shielded audio cable for use in tonearms, some connectors for the cartridges too. In the old days, I would pull out anything that could be salvaged, and as a result, I now have this ball of wires. <laughs> very hard to find. <laughs> it has been very hard to find anyone to buy these wires. Yep, yep. 20, 20, 
Was this guy? Was this this guy's nest egg? And he may have fucked it. Twenty five dollars for the lot. Like, do you think that in his time of restoring old things, he just had this like ever growing ball of wires that he'd kind of like pat fondly and be like, "There's the retirement fund." Condition used. Yeah, and then yeah. like, and then discovered that like, oh wait, this this this, this the market for a mess of tangled wires isn't actually quite as bullish as I thought. Yeah, I, I can't stand these people where. You know, things should be... When something clearly has no value, but they still think, no, I've got to get something for it because the yeah. values are worth something. Because it's, a, it's, it's matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, people who go, oh, yeah, does anyone want to buy my stereo? It's out of date and it doesn't work and there's yeah. no possible use for it. Ten bucks. And it's like, well, who's, why are you <laughs> yeah. have to just give it away? If yeah. anyone wants it, they can have it. I have a metric ton of water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I am owed money. <laughs> The universe owes me income. Yeah. I, I think your theory is quite good on this, Ben. This person has just been like pulling out wires and thinking, yeah, I'll be able to sell that later. And now yeah. it's, it's cats in the cradle style. <laughs> the do end you, of his life. Do you know what I also think? I think that he has severely misjudged the uh, why the there's this vinyl revolution occurring. <laughs> <laughs> like, so he, it's like, it's like the kids love wires. It's simple. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't get a bundled mess of wires on a bloody iPod. Tell you that much for free. <laughs> I think I also think the main reason he has failed to find a buyer for this, and it is many reasons. One of them is any house, go walk into any house in the world, there will be a place in that house where there is a mass of wires yeah. and no one knows what to do with yeah, them. It's a, That's yeah. a problem everyone already has. <laughs> do you have not enough disconnected wires in your house? Yeah. Well, I have a solution for you. Twenty five bucks though, you know. There's a lot but, of wires there. But again, that's the thing. It's like it's 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 like this. Okay, we're not going to read this one out, but it's just here. It's somebody who's like, free rocks in Albany Creek. It's like I don't. I know you're not even offering a price for that, but why did you like? Why did you, a, why did you amass the rocks? No, no. Like, why do you imagine that the world needs to? Like, why do you need to gift people? Like, just they're on the floor. Like, they're everywhere. <laughs> rocks are like in any in any given like strategy game. Rocks are the simplest resource to yeah. get. What about the desert? Tetris? Oh, uh, yeah. If you're in a desert, that's going to be different. No rocks in the desert. That's true. Or in the ocean, probably. Hey, guys, would you like no, one that's a bit of... I was just going to say, I think I have kin to this guy, though, because I have a bag that's full of tangled wires of all types, including, and I've taken it at least from a share house I lived in with you, Michael Hing, in the year 2005. Oh, my goodness. I had a bag then, and I've moved house seven or eight times since then mm. yeah. and I've just taken that and bag and you brought it with you today <laughs> yeah, zipped up with me <laughs> on with the idea that someday I'll sort it out and anyway so $20 yeah, <laughs> it's the least you could do now yeah no so I have the exact same thing totally I have I have I have wires from like I would say like I probably have a laptop charger from when I was in high school or something yeah. I have my original iPod cable, despite the fact that my original iPod has been dropped in many eskies over the years and does not work anymore. Why does that keep happening to you? Uh, just, I think it stopped happening now, but it did happen for a while because I'd have it at parties and then we'd get drunk and just would, yeah. you know, be getting a beer and then would replace the... With, with the you'd be getting a beer and you'd be like, wait, my iPhone <laughs> is in this hand. Ah, oh, nuts! Oh, nuts, <laughs> not again! Um, <sighs> would you guys like one that's a bit of a puzzle? Ooh. You know, uh, we, you know we love a puzzle on this yeah. show. Mm, psychopath test again. Uh-huh. So this is a game from Sydney. This is from North Parramatta. And this is a game, sorry, from the Misconnections. Uh, this goes like this. This was posted a week ago. No updates. Asian mature man at your door. <laughs> oh, boy. I was the Asian mature man at your door. <laughs> You came out in your towel and went back in (laughs) when I said, I will come back. I came back and asked for your assistance. You were incredibly helpful and did the favor very quickly. I would like you to meet. I would like to meet you if you think it is all right. And then status married. Whoa. Okay, I can see the cogs turning in your brain, Mark. Let's try and let's try and work this out together. So he's he wasn't selling anything. He was asking the person in the house for assistance. So this seems is like, like a, he might have had a flat or something. Yeah, a car broken down. Can I use your phone to call my you know friend or my wife? Seems yeah. like a problem from decades ago. 
<laughs> like with mobiles and if, yeah. why is this happening mm. to anyone? Yeah, I, I, was, I can't think of a single situation where I would knock on a random house's door and do you, do you then know? come back if their situation was they came to the door in a towel. Do, okay. Do you, do you know what? I've actually been in this situation before. Okay. As the towel wearer or as the old Asian man? <laughs> I guess in this situation, I'm the old Asian man. I was on the way to friend of the podcasts, Alex Lee's 21st. Mm-hmm. And my car broke down uh, halfway between uh, the city and there. So it's kind of like out, kind of near the in airport. Suburbs, yeah, yeah, in the suburbs, right? And while I was waiting for the NRMA, I really, really needed to shit so badly. And we were just on this like, Main road, like there, there was not a shop anywhere nearby. What about Newport Mall? Was it <laughs> nearby? Because <laughs> I'm sensing a connection. And so I went. I just knocked on someone's door because it was like licking like a snail. <laughs> I was like, "Look, I'm like a snail. <laughs> it's disgusting. What are you doing with that pitch dog? Oh no!" <laughs> uh, and and I told them, "Look, my car's broken down. I really need to to wee." And I abused their trust and, and dropped a shit in their loo. I flushed it. <laughs> right, because you thought if you said poo, they'd turn you away. I reckon they would. I reckon they absolutely... Well, also, like, why would I say poo? Like, <laughs> I could have just said, can I use your restroom? Yeah. So, I have... Now, this is... My reaction to that story is that I have been the woman in the towel. What? Because m- one of my earliest memories... So, I'm talking, like, earliest three or four memories... Is being at our house when I used to live in Detainee Court in London uh, when I was a very very small child. We've not... spoken about how this was a prison, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, we have. I, I don't know why it was called Detainee Court, but it was that a was a prison because yeah. you grew up in a prison. <laughs> it's weird. So it's, it's in uh, look, it's in St Albans on the outskirts of London, apparently. Yeah. Sort big, of parts of a big grey building, very tall. <laughs> yeah, a lot of guards, very stern housemates. <laughs> so uh, one of my earliest memories, we're talking like earliest five memories, is my mum. Very terrified because the postman had knocked on our door. And this, so this is my mum. She has my brother, who's, a, who, who's probably like, I don't know, six at the time. And me, who's like two or three. Mm-hmm. And we're both just there with my mum. And she needs... And then the postman says, hey, can I use your bathroom? And I remember huddling oh. in the living room, listening to a stranger shit in our bathroom. And it's like one of like the formative memories. It's confronting. And and like this strange man's in our and he's just we're hearing him poop. Just and, go to town. Yeah. And then afterwards my mum I just remember my mum angrily, angrily cleaning that toilet. Just <gasps> yeah. angrily, you know. There so is... I don't know if he told her that he was gonna do a wee and then we just sat furious it's knowing like, that he'd abused her it's trust. It's like that movie, the postman always shits horribly <laughs> in your toilet. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. That is I think that's universal though, the fear of a stranger's poo. Yeah. <laughs> a guy, a guy a, uh, I had I had my carpet cleaned recently and uh, the carpet cleaners there were two of them. They both they both pooed. How long does the carpet cleaning take nowadays? 20 minutes. Also, how are you sure minutes. they were pooing? They were both in the bathroom for a good five minutes. Could have been wanking. Is that carpet? <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't considered that, but you are right. You are dead right, sir. That is a distinct possibility. I'm kind of impressed that these carpet cleaners are on sync with their dietary habits. And they're, and they're sort of... Yeah, yeah. Clean enough carpets together, it's like those nunneries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was... Look, I'm not going to say I was furious, but I did wish they hadn't. I, afterwards, I thought, ah... Oh, Pulling. Did you furiously clean the toilet after? Well, no. <laughs> I've never cleaned the toilet, no. Uh, it would have been cleaned at some point. Um, I should have asked them to use their carpet cleaning material. Just On the toilet. Spray it around. It's the least they can do. Um, Mark, do you have one for us? I do. Uh, I like the title of this one. Uh, $800 must love Dracula. <laughs> okay, so oh. you guys are fans of Dracula. Famously. Yes. Uh, this is a rental. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and say that there's a lot of words here. Mm-hmm. There's probably, it's a 500 word description of the house. Yeah. And so I should say this is also from uh, Jonathan Crane. Thank you, Jonathan Crane. Thank mm-hmm. you, Scarecrow. Uh, after the title, Must Love Dracula, mm-hmm. Dracula is not mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is, is, like, is King of the Vampires mentioned? There or, is. Or, or, or maybe Vlad the Impaler? Yeah, they, None of them is Alucard. None of these are mentioned, but there are some spooky people mentioned who have little to do with Dracula. Okay, maybe it's like, oh, look, entry level, you've got to love Dracula, but we're in it for the deep cuts, maybe? Okay. So just, yeah. 
So, looking for someone to share a house. The house is a historic oyster house. I don't know where that is, but I assume that's that, real. You know, that does absolutely sound like it's a thing. It's like sounds like fucking something Annie Prelu would write about. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a name. <laughs> Annie Prelu, Philistine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a name. Prue. Prue, not Palu. It's Palu. <laughs> Palu. Um, okay, so yeah, we're, he's living in an Annie Palu house. Um, it looks nice. Two, you get your own floor of the house with two rooms, your own bathroom, laundry. But you can never leave! Beautiful view and astonishing sunsets. Oh, but I'll never see them! <laughs> uh, it all sounds fine. But then, we're about 200 words into it now before he drops this. The floor comes pre-furnished with framed pictures of H.P. Lovecraft mm-hmm. and Laura Palmer. Yeah, from Twin Peaks. Now, not Laura Palmer wasn't spooky. She was just dead. Well, Twin Peaks is spooky. <laughs> I guess. But wait, uh, now, are the pictures... Does it say if the pictures are of Lovecraftian monsters? No, actually, it's Lovecraft himself. Right, so it's a, pic- it's a portrait of an artist. But he did have giant nightmare tentacles. <laughs> yeah, he was mostly squid from the chin up. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And, and various animal skulls. Ugh. This aesthetic is not for everyone. People no. who don't love Dracula. Well, well observed. Like that is a, that is a stunning amount of self awareness for the person who's writing this. This is there's one of these people. I don't mean to judge you if you're listening, guy who wrote this. He's definitely not. But he's trying too hard to create. He's got a vision in his mind of a very specific housemate. Mm. Yeah. So he goes on to say, uh, I enjoy. Hosting small groups of friends for four-player Tetris. Uh, what? what? I have a tendency to play the magnetic fields records louder than I probably should. I think I'm a pretty jovial guy, but I do find the vast majority of humanity utterly depressing. Where's this from, sorry? This is from Fairhaven Heights. I don't know where that is. Is it Craigslist or Gumtree? Craigslist. Uh, I have a question. You know there's that rule with Dracula, how... Dracula can't go into your house unless you invite unless you invite him in. What yeah. are the rules with Dracula bringing you into his house? Ah, uh, great question. Great. Oh, so you're asking on if I could just hypothesize. Mm-hmm. You're saying with the must love Dracula, this is because this man is in fact Dracula. We'll read through that because that that's describes to me that, that that seems to me on point with Dracula. Jovial fellow, famously jovial, yeah. hates humanity. Famously hates he humanity. He does hate humanity. Viewer yeah. of Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Bram Stoker wasn't clear on this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he hated Firewalk with me. Everything yeah. else. <laughs> he just says it's not canon, but it's ridiculous. It is. It was Lynch. <laughs> this is the bit I hate the most, though. This okay. is the bit that makes me realise what a terrible man he is. I well, I mean, man. you don't need this to know that Dracula is a terrible man. <laughs> yeah. Hope- the Impaler, please, Mark. <laughs> Hopefully someone out there will be the Watson to my Holmes. Or vice versa. Well, hang on. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you'll be more akin to Moriarty and Moran. So when you when you now I I'm I'm not a I'm not a well-read learned man like yourselves. Famously uh, not. But I I when you say when when someone says I want a Watson to my homes, do they mean I want someone to enable my opiate addiction? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what they mean. I mean, like the thing is that. I just looked it up. This is in Connecticut. And I don't know what the housing situation is in Connecticut is. But generally... I'd say 80% of the places in Connecticut will be haunted. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, generally speaking, when you're on the hunt for... Is the Lizzie Borden house in Connecticut? Yeah, probably. Let's say yes. Sure. (laughs) Please don't correct us. When you're on the hunt... Like, I've I've been house hunting before. And when you're on the hunt for, like, a share house, you are just, like... Your number one thing is, like, I don't want to be homeless. Like, I don't... One, I, need, I need a roof and somewhere soft to sleep mm-hmm. and like I don't want to live with a maniac just that's like all like this is yeah. far too I mean fair play to him like a lot of people can cross this off their list immediately like it's mm. not like he's like hey it's in Connecticut um, I like comic books and uh, play some music yeah. see ya and then you turn up and it's this guy like yeah. at least he's not hiding himself but I, I would say like if you lived in a house and you had portraits of you know HP Lovecraft or whatever yeah. put them in your own fucking room yeah. Like why aren't they like? Why do you have to hang these? I oh, know because his room is just full of some horrifying anime. <laughs> <Of course>. Yeah, <laughs> that's. <laughs> yeah, I 
there is someone out there who wants to be this guy's roommate. Holmes or Watson. Mm. But the chances of them looking on Craigslist at the exact time and they also live in Fairhaven, it's just too specific a connection. Uh, do you know what's going to be... I reckon if you looked up this guy's like Craigslist profile, mm. you would find an ad posted maybe a week after this being like, um, two-bedroom per- house, perfect, I'm a normal guy. <laughs> perfectly normal room. Um, <laughs> also, I'm selling some stupid shit. <laughs> For sale. A lot of animal skulls. Yeah. For sale, some items that I've accrued in place of a personality. <laughs> <laughs> I, he definitely did promise the importance of must-loving Dracula, though, pretty hardcore at the top, and did not deliver. Yeah, and that is... That is a that is a puzzling thing. I think like maybe the most likely explanation is that Dracula is just a gigantic loser. Because if, if I was like but then again if I was posting a thing and I'd be like, uh house to rent, must love Ben, like that's weird. Mm. I mean it's it's implicit, but <laughs> but no, I'm not gonna I go out and I, say I, it. I'm what not it? gonna I'm not trying to make a comment on your career or your public persona, Ben. Sure. But I would say that you are less famous sure. and less divisive. Yep. Than Dracula. Okay. Um, if you could real quick get the fuck out of my house <laughs> and I mean, take uh, your 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 slanderous views with you, that would be tip top. What if I was sh- no. <laughs> I, no. What if someone showed up and said, "Well, I love the work of Bram Stoker and read a lot of literature, but Dracula was the villain." So <laughs> no, I don't. I don't love. The, the character I'm not a Van Helsing man <laughs> yeah. yeah Look we're talking Mina Harker We're talking Van Helsing These are the heroes Van Helsing The film had that Wonderful moment Where a wooden Carriage Fell off a cliff And you know how In action movies Whenever a car falls off a cliff And hits the rocks The car explodes Because of the petrol right. And it was just A wooden carriage And it exploded in flames That's uh, right Full of dynamite Obviously Yeah, obviously. yeah. God, And David Wenham was in that I've not seen the Van Helsing film. The Van Helsing a, film... It is one of those amazing films that should have destroyed everyone near it and didn't. Right. But is it because no one saw it? Mm, it is, was, Hugo, is, is, is Mr. Wolverine in... Mr. Van Wolverine H- is in it. Mr. Wolverine. David Wenham is in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Richard Roxburgh is in it. Richard Roxburgh is in it. Some CGI um, babies are in it. Right. That are, never to be seen again. Never to be seen again. Those CGI babies do not recover. Oh, this one is, of them went on to be the dancing baby. <laughs> 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 um, Hing, do you have time to take us out for with one more? Yep. Oh my goodness. All right. This is taken from Sydney Personals Craigslist Misconnections, and it's entitled "Help Me, I Help You." Uh, hi, I'm a young guy, eight inches below. I'm looking for someone. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Does he have tiny little legs? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, someone started to bury him at the beach, but he's stuck. <laughs> He's the opposite of an iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Hi, I'm a young man. I'm a young guy. Eight inches below. I'm looking for someone to help me out. If you get get me some pills like Viagra or similar, I'll be happy to return you with whatever <laughs> you like. Okay. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh... First of all, is he saying, if you kidnap yourself, I will return you to you. <laughs> I will wrap you up in a parcel, <laughs> yeah. brown paper package, tied up with string. Is, his, is the person he is seeking a doctor? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, now, Viagra is not illegal. No, right? no it, <laughs> it is, is prescribed by doctors all the time for dick problems. So you could very easily... It, I imagine it's not hard to come by. I assume so. You could just go to the doctor and be like, hey, my dick doesn't work. Can I have some pills? And, and like, the doctor would sure. say, well, you've already got eight inches, inches below. That's yeah, a lot yeah. for a non-erect I'm, penis. I'm, I'm concerned what would happen <laughs> if that ever fills with blood. <laughs> <laughs> These eight inches of flaccid... Uh, but, but, so, I mean... The thing is, this, this guy's obviously like... There's another option because he's quite a young man in the photo. Mm. Um, we won't put it up on the, on the thing because probably doesn't deserve this. But, no, um, but he does look really creepy and very terrifying. Yeah, but like, is it possible that... You know when you like talk about drugs and you don't understand drugs? Like, I did this for years and still do it. Um, like, where you've heard just words and you try and use them. Like, do you reckon he is Like, daddy No, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, like, oh, man, I was so out of my gourd on, on some lovely <laughs> ecstasy. All uh, right, Like, do you yeah. think he's just kind of... I was little... minging on weed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, man, I had a crazy night. I took a bunch of Rubitussin and, like... <laughs> 
That, so you think this guy doesn't know what Viagra is? No, I think I think he does because he, he mentioned a penis. He mentioned he, well, he's, but that's he the thing. Don't it, yeah. don't mention your amazing cock if you're like, oh, by the way, it does not work, and <laughs> you will have to bring me dick pills. You know what I would suggest to this guy? Too often we prescribe medicines in this day and age. Just he should work on his cardio, get the blood flow moving. You know yep. that'll fix your dick troubles. Sure, that's my. That's is my he hot just take. too? Is it possible that he's too embarrassed to go to a doctor? Well, but, I don't, but he's got a photo he's on Craigslist. Now I will say I don't think it rules doctors out. So he says, I'll be happy to return you with whatever you like. That might include my Medicare card. Yeah. And Has he just not understood how commerce works? Like, <laughs> is he trying to be shady? He's like, well, you have something I want and I have something you want. He also <laughs> says you can have anything. <laughs> anything. Is that right? Yeah. He'll, he'll give anything uh, in whatever return. You want. I want no, anything but give me the dick pills back. <laughs> Imagine going to the doctor and you've never been to the doctor before and then they prescribe the dick pills and then you're like, do you want me to... Do you want me to... Is oh, this what you... Is this what you... And then they're like, oh my God, no. <laughs> no, 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 sir. Please, please, no. He's please. like, well, I've already taken nine of these dick pills. <laughs> is this also a hospital? <laughs> <laughs> I need help, please. Oh, my goodness. No, thanks. That is that is a very weird offer. Like, mm. like... Just go, that, that just might, go to that, a shop. That might be a fetish of someone's. That yeah. might be like, oh, I like the idea that like I can go to somewhere. My ill-gotten and, dick pills. Yeah, or like just be like, oh, I want to make this guy real hard, but through no nothing of my own, just medical <laughs> science. Oh, so you're, you're <laughs> saying like, wait, you're saying not for this guy, but for the partner. For the, the partner pr- who's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Like Their fetish is, I don't want to be involved. Yeah, I want to exactly. be in a separate room. I, I just will, want to I'll know. get him a glass of water. Yeah, yeah to take the dick pills. <laughs> Oh man, this oh. has been as fun as I remembered it. What a great podcast! If this only is... it happened more often. Yeah, if only there yeah. was a way. If only there was some way. Yeah, unfortunately, we're gonna make the rules. I'd yep. like to say, uh, on my own, I got halfway through the box of <laughs> Apple Thingy Delight, Did. and ooh, my tummy is sore. Ooh, yeah, and you've got, you have to do a gig tonight, oh, so um... what a disaster! <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, thanks for nothing. Uh, so Mark, you're going on a tour pretty soon, but it's not a gig tour. You're just going on holidays with your wife. Yeah, so this is just bragging. <laughs> yeah, so you can point to heaps of signs and say I don't know where that is <laughs> we'll be sure to I don't know where that is Rome edition <laughs> we'll be sure to share all of Mark's personal holiday snaps on our Facebook page yep absolutely Hing do you have anything coming up uh yes I oh nah it's fine okay yep oh I'm, I'm gonna be travelling a bit if you're in Barcelona I'll be, I'll be there doing some video game stuff I'll be in LA later on this year I'm hey, doing... if, any, if any American listeners want to meet up in either New York or Los Angeles towards the end of the year when are you gonna be in New York uh end of November start of December. Great. Mm. And I'm doing Story Club tonight, but that will certainly be in the past by the time Ben edits this. Yes, yes. that's very true. Yes. Um, as always, Story Club is the first Monday of every month. I say as always, not this month, but like we say, it's in the past. Mm-hmm. November 7th, I think that makes it. Yep. Um, and also, um, Hing and me are on a podcast called Dragon Friends. Oh, which um, is much more popular than this because we do it every month. Yep. Mm-hmm. With uh, with Alex Lee and Simon Greiner and Benny Davis and, and David Harmon, Harmon mm-hmm. and Eden Lacey. And it is a bloody delight. And we're doing our season finale of that show uh, first Wednesday in November. And then we'll also be in Melbourne to perform at PAX with Senator Scott Ludlow. Again, yes. He's come Dungeons back to play Dungeons and Dragons with us again. Which because is. he just got elected to the Senate for six years. So I guess... Yes, he can do whatever he wants. He's got all that, he's got all that <laughs> voter capital to spend yeah. on hanging out with fuckwits like yeah. us. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this. We're sorry and we've been away for so long. But we'll we'll, we'll endeavour to, to be here. So, and thank you to our guest, Mark Sutton, for coming by. Yeah, it's been pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep those classifieds coming in to our Facebook page or our email, which is contact at freedomagoodhomepodcast.com. And that's it from us. Bye! Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.